What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Be Great Radio. It's your boy, Glenn, and I'm live from Chiang Mai, Thailand. As I promised y'all, I give y'all an episode while I'm live here in the city of Chiang Mai. I had to. Um, I'm about to... I want to I wanna go in a little bit um, just about my trip so far. This is, my, this is day one. Um, I just got back from visiting uh, the Doi Sutep uh, mountain, um, temple, sorry, the Doi Sutep temple. Um, it's one of Chiang Mai's uh, very famous temples, well known because one of the kings uh, out here, um, I believe, the, if, I, if I can um, remember what the tour guide was saying, um, the king came and was the king came in like the 13th century and it was like their 12th or 13th king and he was coming to stop the people that were trying to that were planning not not only stop the people but just stop the growth of the opium out here um and he came and he did that and while he was out here um he he wanted to he needed a place to um, you know, do like his prayer and all that. Um, and when he came up, he trekked up the mountains up here. Um, he had decided, you know, the area where it's at is where he wanted to, um, build the temple which is at the top of the um, mountain, um, is where he wanted to build the temple. And there were people there like already, like pretty much like what they call them as hermits, um, the Sutep people. They uh, call them the hermits, um, and he built it in honor of them and for them um, when he built the temple. So, yeah, and I also visited a village um, called the Puding Village, or Pudan. I, I, I can't get it exactly right, um, but you would, you would um, you'll get the exact village when I post a picture. Um, on my Instagram, um, but yeah, I just came from visiting there, and the tour guide, man, he's been, the dude was, like, super helpful, gave me, like, the history of it, the language barrier is real, um, <laughs> it's crazy to be in a, in a place where English is not even, the like, the third spoken language, I think the people out here, like, they, they go out of their way to learn it, um, just because they know they have foreigners and stuff that, you know, like visitors and stuff. So it's cool, but like, you can definitely tell when they're talking to you, like if you got slang, like if you, you know, you got like a slang to you, you know, to the way you talk or anything. Um, cause I guess there's real, no proper, no, <laughs> no real proper way to speak English. But like, if you do got a slang, you know, um, it makes it even harder. Cause they're like, they look at you like, huh? You know, <laughs> But it's been cool, man. Um, I've been enjoying it. They've been super helpful. Um, but before I go in some more, y'all check this song out that I've been listening to a lot. Um, it's by Rich the Kid. If you don't listen to Rich the Kid, then, I mean, I can understand. But here's a song that I've been listening to by him um, called Listen Up. And then I'm going to go into some more of my of some of like the things like that I, that's essential when you travel and 
my travel just in general, like getting here. All right. y'all so man um shoot it's just so crazy coming out here because before i came i was actually supposed to come so let me preface this i was actually supposed to come with my grandpa <laughs> um long story um but you know some things happened he wasn't able to come and it came up that you know i had to come by myself and now, for anybody listening, I know traveling by yourself is not a thing people like to do. Not even just to go do stuff locally at home. Like, I know people who, like, won't go to the store or won't go, like, work out or won't go, you know, do stuff by themselves, you know, for whatever reason. And traveling by yourself to a whole nother place, a foreign country um, that... It's not our first language. Um, <laughs> I don't want to offend them, but it's for me, like I'm not going to Africa where people of the same color, um, <laughs> you know, so it's like I'm coming to a whole total different, you know, environment by myself. And immediately when I told my family, I told some of my friends, they were like, all like, what? Like, you know, you're going by yourself. And I mean, myself, I was... It's like this though, like when I when I learned I was going by myself, I had already had already had everything set up. So for me to not come with me be backing out of doing something that I've never done, um, and experiencing life to the fullest, I felt. You know, even though coming with someone would have been nicer because I have that assurance of safety you know like i well you know because i have someone that i know with me which 
again, I know it could be scary um, not having someone, but, you know, with all the things I could be scared of, it's like, and be fearful of, it's like, look at all the things that could happen, and I believe just having an open mind, willing to, you know, get out of your comfort zone, man, and, you know, just figure out how to operate yourself in a different environment and adapt was crucial um, or is crucial and very important when you go to another, you know, to another country and environment. I've been to uh, Montreal, Canada. That was my first ever, that was my first ever time visiting somewhere out of the States where English wasn't the first language. Um, and it was the East Coast. I'd never been to the East Coast before that. So it was it was just totally new. The only thing it was is I had someone there. I had my boy O, um, who is from there. And that dude is like, he's like a Montreal history book. Because <laughs> um, he knows so much and, you know, he showed me everything. Um, but nonetheless, it was, what I'm saying is, just learn, you know, just accepting, you know, and being able to adapt and adjust to a different environment is crucial because I went there and even though I had him, he's not me. So I had to be able to adapt myself to an environment and, you know, I had to be willing to be open and change. Like, you know, even if I look silly, be willing to speak French, like, you know, and to go to, you know, to restaurants and stuff. So it's it's is definitely um a is definitely essential and i felt like coming here and experiencing this was big man i miss out on i miss on the opportunity to do to do something that some a lot of people may never be able to do and have that story um and experience you know even if i never come back I have the experience instead of just looking in a history book or, you know, watching it on TV. I'm actually here. So, man, it's just it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, anyways, <laughs> went off on a little tangent. Uh, but I had to say that because, man, doing this, I know a lot of my family was scared, but. I think the main thing that they understood and they still behind me is that I'm willing to do it. I'm going to stay in touch. I understand all the precautions, but it's me living life, man. Me going and doing something that no one is willing to do and has done. So they understood that, that, you know, if I'm willing to take the risk and I'm sure about myself then they sure about they you know they sure with me, even though they may never do it, they see that I'm not scared to do it, so they stand behind me. And I think for anybody that wants to travel, that wants to go out, um, do their own thing, visit somewhere, even if like for me I'm only here till next Thursday. Even if you want to live, man, if if you stand if you stand on the solid ground, and you know, as you say it's something you really want to do and you really just want to experience something, man, go do it. And I promise you people will stand behind you, stand behind you as long as they know 
you know, that you really all in for it. So, um, yeah. But, uh, again, um, I just wanted to talk about a few of the things that's crucial when you travel. <laughs> um, I don't really have a set number. I'm going to just kind of go. Um, I would say, shoot, man, kind of drawing a blank because there's a lot. Like my whole experience, so I traveled from Seattle because I live in Seattle. Traveled from Seattle to LA. That was a two-hour flight. Stayed there overnight. Got on a plane to come to to start my travel. I went from LA. It was a fourteen-hour flight to uh, Nanjing in China. I had a layover there. It was like a not even. Not even an hour. It was like a 45-minute layover. But customs was crazy, man. Like, I got in there, and it was like a line looking like people was about to buy Jordans. <laughs> like, it was super long. Like, um, And that was my first experience. And I would say from that, it's crucial to make sure you have all the documents that you need. And when you get to anywhere that's a foreign country... You're gonna, you're gonna need to have like they have a process where you like tell them why you're there and you know all that good stuff. Make sure you do that before you get in line because nine out of ten people they gonna you know eight or nine out of ten people that's coming from a foreign country unless they've done it already they gonna have to go back and uh, they gonna have to do that so. If you can ask somebody on your flight there, like, hey, you got a arrival card or whatever, ask them that because it's crucial and it'll make everything just smoother. Your 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 um your process of going through customs and inspection is smoother. And then okay, so then once I got through that, I had to go run right to my next flight. And from there I went from Nanjing to Chengdu. It was really supposed to be that one was just like a like a transfer, um, like a, a big, or I guess a small airport to a bigger. Um, then I went to Chengdu, and Chengdu is super cool. It's a super big, it's like a super big city. The airport is super big. Um, and from there, I realized <laughs> it's crucial to make sure you get a neck pillow. Get you a neck pillow, man. Uh, like, I lasted the... 14-hour flight to Nanjing. Um, that's just because I was, like, pumped. And I was like, yo, I'm ready to get there. Um, but, and I found ways because they gave us a bunch of pillows. And I, so I found ways to be comfortable. But I still could have used a neck pillow on that one. Um, and I met a dude named Eli. Um, he was telling me, like, how most people use a neck pillow. He used it like a different way where he put the pad in front of him. And, you know, it was like, a, it was really cool. He was actually like telling me it was his first time visiting too. Um, but yeah, neck pillow, essential. Get you a neck pillow. Do not travel longer than, shoot. Even when I flew from uh, Vancouver to Montreal, I should have had a neck pillow. If you fly longer than like two hours, man, grab you a neck pillow. Um because you're going to need it. 
Um, it's going to catch up to you. Those awkward positions you got to get in look like you're trying to fit in somebody's trunk. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. And so from there, we went to um, Chengdu to Kunming. Kunming is another big city. When you land there, it looked like Vegas. Um, yeah, it was, it's actually a cool city. When you fly in, the surrounding area of the airport is really cool. It looks like, like I said, it looks like Vegas. Um, they got it set up a ton of hotels. I know that's the cool thing about, that's the dope thing about over in, in China and out here. I mean, they got it in the States where, you know, there's a bunch of hotels and everything. But, like, out here, the taxis and, like, the airport, the hotel service is, like, on a whole nother level. Like, you get out, <laughs> and it's kind of overbearing because they just keep coming at you and, like, asking you for it. Um, like, you know, hotel, hotel, you know. Um, but it's cool because, like, you know, they they want to make sure, like, you know what I mean? They're trying to do, you know, they're doing their job, but they're trying to make sure you get taken care of is how I look at it. Because for somebody who who's new, they're, they pretty much don't have you, when you get out, you're not, like, wondering. And so that brings up another thing is, it's essential, man, to have everything as far as, like, rides, um, hotels, and all your, like, oh, I forgot to mention, too, when, you sh- when you're showing up, um, getting through customs, is, man, have all your boarding stuff. Have all, like, you know, know where you're supposed to go, know your flight numbers, um, and that just, p- that helps me piggyback off of that, is... When you land to wherever you land, know where, like, your hotels and how you're going to get there. Have all that, like, try to do your best to have all that set up because it just makes everything smoother. Um, You can, you guys can use me pretty much as, like, (laughs) the guinea pig. Like, dang, he didn't have none of that set up. The only thing I had set up for myself was my hotel. And the hotel hooked it up for me. Um, When I finally left Kunming and landed here in Chiang Mai, after freaking American, like in American time, like if I stayed in American time, I would have only traveled 18 hours. So I would only travel. Yeah. It would only have took me not even a full day, but because of the time change, I went from Tuesday the third to being in my destination Today, or not sorry, the fifth, which was yesterday. Yeah, so I was up for two calendar days. I was traveling for two calendar days, um, but it was essentially only eighteen hours of actual travel. Um, but yeah, my hotel hooked it up when I came here. Um, all the people were super cool. So like, if anybody tell you, oh, like you have all those. You know, the people, you know, they don't like you. I mean, I can't speak for everybody. You know, I think personally, it's all about your your vibe. If you come out here and looking at people like whatever, then, you know, you're going to get the same vibe back. To me, it's like I come out here and it's like I got a, you know, just like a neutral demeanor and smiling and, you know, trying to trying to get help. So I think for the most part, most people have been helpful. Like, I think what they know, 
if you're if it's your first time and you don't know the language, they they know like the way you looking. They can kind of tell the way you looking. Yeah, you're gonna get the people who just like looking at you. But <laughs> uh, I had to tell. It was funny. One of the dudes I was with was uh, like pointing out like how uh, people were looking at us. Um, mind you, me and one of the guys I was with was literally. I think I've only. I don't think I've only seen four black people on my whole trip. Um, like four black Americans, I'll say that. Um, and he was just. We were laughing at how. They're, they're going to look at you. You definitely get that. But for the most part, it's just like looking in like awe because they don't see no one else. Like, you know, it's like we come in our color skin, <laughs> you know, so um, they looking. But for the most part, man, again, everyone's cool, man. Like for everybody that's telling you all these trash reviews who've never been here, they just hear stories. Don't listen to that those trash comments. The people are cool. If you if your vibe is set right, then everyone's gonna be cool, man. Um, they ain't really trying to, you know. They really ain't got time for you anyway. So um, they all traveling too. Even here in the city, like people about their business, they're not really worried about what's going on. So yeah. Um, what I like to tell people is, you know, just do you, do you, and you'll be all right. Um, yeah. And since I got to my hotel, they've they set everything up. Got breakfast this morning. I'll be posting pictures later. So if you don't have my Instagram, you can find me at at I am Glenn Johnson on Instagram, or follow me on Snapchat at. Um, Hey, good old Glenn. Um, now, Glenn is with three E's. So it's good old Glenn with three E's. Um, you can find me on Snapchat, Facebook. Um, and I'm going to be posting pictures later. Um, post a ton on Facebook because it's like a little easier to post them on, on Facebook. Um, but follow my story and my follow my my page on Instagram for both because I'm be posting pictures for both. So, yeah, man, just stay tuned. I got more coming. That's a few of my essentials that I got so far as far as like traveling. I can I can only tell you again, it's my first day actually being here. So I'm still kind of, you know, uh, getting used to things. Um, but like I said, what I can name is make sure all your boarding stuff, you know, you got all that ready. Make sure you have your documents ready. Um, you know what I mean? Make sure you got that neck pillow. That neck pillow is crucial. Um, that fourth, you know, I don't know how long you have to travel. Um, I actually met somebody who's coming from Kuwait. Um, she said she had to travel only eight hours. Um, again, it don't matter. If you're traveling overseas, get you a neck pillow because um, you're going to need it. And another thing, too. <laughs> uh this is should this should already be something you know have you some music have you some music and if you can make bring you an extra phone and download some movies on your laptop tablet whatever 
Um, the cool thing about my airline, the Chinese Eastern Airlines, shout out to them. They were super great. Um, the nice thing that about the airline is they had a bunch of movies that I was that I hadn't seen yet that were up to date. Um, so I watched like six movies, got caught up on like six movies. Um, actually, I'm excited to go see the new Pacific Rim because I just watched Pacific Rim for the first time. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, movies, music, do not, I know, do not, <laughs> do not travel without mov- movies or music or else you're just going to be watching the clouds or thinking a million things while you're trying to fall asleep. Um, it's also cool too, though, on my air flight, they had a little 3D map of what we was flying over. I mean, for the first nine hours it was like it was flying over water so it was like what am i looking at you know just blew on the map but then once you start getting into like that 10th hour 11th hour for me it was like i was it was showing me like everything that i was flying over and it was like kind of surreal to know i was flying over tokyo and like you know japan you know hiroshima um i didn't fly over korea thought i was for the way the map was set up but like it's just cool man um, I can kind of blur up on that, but it's just cool. Like, just if the if if your flight does have three D map, it's cool to to do like to watch that because it's just kind of surreal to know you flying over places. We flew over Hong Kong. Um, no, sorry, flew over Shanghai. Um, man, so much, but yeah. Um, nonetheless. Those are my essentials for traveling. Um, I'm going to have more stuff for y'all again. Follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, and um, uh, find me on Facebook. If you, you know, if you still use it, um, I really use that for my family. I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to have stuff on there. Um, And so find me on there. And this episode was actually was supposed to be about, um, which I'm still going to go into. Don't worry, um, but the episode, this episode is supposed to be about the topic of the role models versus no role models, and I'm going to go into that, um, but before I do, as always, I got to start off by, you know, bringing the vibe in, and we're going to go into that, and I, what I really want to do is go, like, you know, elaborate on you know, our perception of what I really call it is influence, you know, but some people um, just for the you know purpose of it, I'm going to call it a role model. Um, you know, some people call them the role model and I'm going to just go into that and kind of give you that um, and break it down a little bit. And really, the the core of it is to you know to say like to find out and see and help people understand the role of influence or role model per se, um, and how they affect us. And also, I'm a uh, I had a conversation again. If you heard my you versus time conversation my boy Tim we had another conversation about this about the role model versus no role model 
So you're going to hear clips of, I'm going to put in clips of our conversation. And so you can hear our thoughts as we're conversating. You can kind of hear his thoughts on it and hear dialogue as we go bouncing off of each other. But I'm going to say no more. Get y'all right into a vibe. And then we're going to keep going. Thank you for everybody who's tuned in, even getting this far. Um, again, I know normally I'm doing the music, so you're probably used to me, you know, playing a lot of music. But I'm in Thailand, y'all. I've got to express myself, you know, and, you know, let it out, man. This is this is something that, you know, I, would have, I, was, I always played around with. But I think for sure, when you put something in the universe and you mean it and you really want it to happen, it will happen. So again, I'm gonna get y'all into this vibe and we're gonna keep the episode going, y'all. Hope y'all days is going great. I know I'm recording this right now and it's probably 10 at midnight or 2 a.m. for for everybody on the East Coast and again, probably midnight, I think, for um, everyone back home in L.A., Bakersfield, in Seattle. Um, it's crazy, man. Time change is real. I time travel. <laughs> but all right, y'all.
All right, y'all. So let's get right to it. What is a role model? Again, I'm not going to go exactly into depth about everything. Um, I'm going to lead you off into the conversation that me and Tim had. So you get, you know, our thoughts exactly um, from that conversation. But I just want to kind of discuss what is a role model and what like what we see a, a role model to be for most of us. A role model is a person of um, person we aspire to be, a person that motivates us, a person that like instills values, a person that you know we can look up to, and we also ourselves can be role models. Um, and to be honest, like I don't call I don't like to call it I don't like to call it a role model, but you probably already are someone's role model. Um, if you don't think you're, you are, um, you know, someone looks up to you, someone, you know, takes things from you, even if they don't say it, um, we all have a person or people. It doesn't even have to be a person, like one person. We all have people that influence us. And those, you know, the the concept of a role model or the ideal is, Those people are people that we look at, like I said, for inspiration. You know, when we down or, you know, we feel like we don't have a question, you know, uh, answer to a question or we need to, you know, see and find find an example for a, you know, for a process that we want to go through, we find... You know, we look at our role models, you know, um, and we look at how they were able to get through it or, you know, or how they were not able to get through it. And, you know, from there, we able to, you know, then, you know, kind of shape our day to day lives and, you know, shape our lives and project our life from that. And um, you'll hear us go into more depth, go into exactly more depth about in a conversation, like I said. But I also kind of want to talk about people who who don't feel like they got a role model. Um, again, I break it. I kind of go into it in the conversation. But really what I get from it, really what I want people to get from this is that. For people who say they don't got an influence or don't have role models, like I said, I believe no matter what, um, everyone has a person that influences them. And whether that be someone you consider your role model or not, um, I think if we clean the slate of even using, like I said, using that word role model, (coughs) um, and you use, sorry, and you use the word influence, everyone has that, each person. And I think the main thing that we, that for someone who feels like they don't have one, just look at somebody, if it's not, you know, if it's not someone that you can feel. For the, for most people that say, sorry, so for most people that say they don't have an influence or role model, it's because they don't know anyone personally, which I can, I can kind of, relate with like they don't have you know 
I can't say I necessarily relate with, but I can understand. Um, they don't have anyone that personally that they can go to for things that they aspire for, you know? And so they consider themselves, like you, you, you put yourself in that um, category of not having one. But I think if you look at it and just say, can you take away, you know, mentality or, you know, like values or, you know, like, um, you know, little things from multiple people, then right there, you just created your, you know, you just created role models for yourself. And I think everyone can and does have it, whether you feel you do or not. But again, like I said, um, I'm going to lead y'all into this conversation we had. Um, I broke it down into a few clips because we had a long conversation with this one. We was breaking a lot of stuff down, but I I kind of sectioned it off into, um, you know, into when we go into exactly what we see them to be for each other, like our opinions, and then, um, you know, how they affect us long-term and in the immediate and then if it's actually, you know, if it's actually for people who, like I said, for people who say they don't have one, is that actually a doubt? Like, you know, is it a negative thing? Um, I go into that and just kind of make, come back full circle on the whole concept. And if one is better than the other, um, I go into that. Um, and now before I get y'all into the conversation, I got a couple vibes I'm going to give to y'all to get y'all ready for the convo. So y'all get ready. I'm going to lead y'all right into it. actually 
if you believe you have a role model if you don't. Because in all reality, everyone has a role model. You might say, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't follow anyone on my own. Yeah. I'm organic. I'm real. But so, in reality, if you think about it, there's always something that someone put in your mind. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it's, it's, we always look up, we always look into someone for inspiration. Even that's because, and that was going to be my next question is for the people who say like they don't have influence personally in their life. So someone, whether it's an abstract person, like, you know, or, you know, it's good word, you know, or it's like a celebrity, like, you know, we have someone that we get inspiration and motivation from. So it's like, it's, yeah, like you said, it's not role model versus no role model is. The, the real question is, is how do you, you know, how do you take the, how do you take the, how, how would I say, how would you take the inspiration of having one personally or not? Does that matter? Whoa. Does having a personal role model versus not having a personal role model matter? Because like, if you have someone that you personally know, it's relatable. Like, it's real. It can be right there in front of you. But then if it's someone that's, that's, that's far-fetched from you, like it's a celebrity or it's like, you know, it's someone that you you know but you don't, like, you know, you know but from... that right there, there can change the whole thing. Like, for me, when I was explaining this, uh, I don't think you recorded it, but when I was telling you about my uncle... Yeah. Like, full-fledged, he had an NFL scout scouting him out of his uh, junior year of high school. Like, that doesn't happen normally. Mm -hmm. When that happens, it's like the freaking crazy guys who get scouted into college and go NFL for only, like, what, two years and they live off of it because it's way too much money for anyone to handle. Yeah. He got scouted and... During a practice, it wasn't even a game. Like that right there should have broke his personality, everything down right there. The fact that he shattered, he powdered his ankle at a practice. Yeah. Because someone was going too hard, and that's just what happened. He should have been done. He should have been like, "F this! I don't want it anymore." And then, like, There's no reason to live. That's the thing. Is like athletes who they go for one thing and one thing only. Yeah. Wait. I, okay. I can say athletes go for one thing. When someone goes for one thing and one thing only, yeah. this is what my daddy taught me. And sometimes I agree with it, and sometimes I'm mad at it. But it's true. If you aim all your weapons, if you aim everything you got at one thing, you're gonna hit it. But guess what? You you might fail in the middle, and then you don't have nothing left. You you didn't have a spare something going somewhere. Yeah. And that's what he did. My uncle was going through high school, NFL scouts coming through him, and <clears throat> or not NFL college scouts, like looking for him, and 
He had it. He had a full ride to... I don't even remember. But it was a full ride scholarship for... Football and... Powdered ankle. But he didn't stop. Like, it... Usually you you don't hear about yeah. people for like... Fuck. Two years. Yeah. They just kind of disappear for a minute. Yeah, once they no, on top dude. and they break down, they usually gone and you don't hear about them. He fell, and before his senior year of high school, he was on the senior, like the whatever, high top golf team. Mm-hmm. He was coming back with a limp, <laughs> but that <laughs> that didn't matter. Like, yeah. He was going to make something of himself. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, he didn't make it into sports, but... He has a he has a gorgeous wife, amazing gorgeous child. And he's doing it. He's flipping houses. Might not be sports, but guess what? There's still adrenaline of the maybe and may not. Like Yeah. Yeah. He's making himself into something close to what he wanted. Yeah. That's what I emulate. I I don't care if I shit, I'm shooting for the stars. But if I miss the stars, guarantee you I'm gonna land them on the moon. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 the goal, is and and that's what I'm saying. Like, you have someone personally, like that that helped you. Like you know like, that you can kind of look at like you know what you all you almost made it to what most people die for. Like most people literally will die for, but you didn't get there. But that didn't crush you from staying motivated and doing something. It didn't stop you. It didn't stop you from living. Because it doesn't. And like we were saying about time, is it like it doesn't matter. Like it's gonna keep going. You can shatter an ankle, but you gotta you're gonna recover like, you know, if you if you if you happen to live on, you're gonna recover and you're gonna have a life to live. So just keep pushing through and find the next thing. And I think with some people that don't have role models. I know, like, for, like, I know I got people personally in my life, they don't have, like, personal role models, so they negate or they fall back. When when something happens in their life, they fall back and say, well, I don't know anyone who pushed through life, so I'm going to give up. Yeah, but see, that's the thing with the whole, um, so to go on the second half of uh, the the conversation that we just began because yeah. we changed it. Yeah. Which is awesome because that's why it's real. Yeah. So, you change it from like a rea- a reality, like a real person, like a relatable role model. Yeah. To a famous, uns- you know, something just abstract that you can't. I'm gonna say feel. untangible. Yeah. There you go. That's for, a good word. For not the aspect of like they can't be touched, but for more of like you probably never met them. You probably never spent time with them. Role model. Yeah. With the real role models, you see their downfalls. Yeah. That you see their hurt, their struggles, their reality of everything. Yeah. With famous people, shit, those people can pay money to make it disappear. Facts. It's real. I mean, like... Yeah. You hear so much... Like, okay, that's the thing. You don't hear all the backstories about 
all the famous people because comes out with some shady news about somebody and then boom oh they came out the new movie like it shadows over everything yeah when you have someone who explains or who's doing something you need to get the background of them on why they're doing it because some people like you said they just do it because oh i could just do it and that's not helping nobody but someone like akon he's from i believe Congo. He's somewhere. He's somewhere from Africa. I don't want to get it wrong. Um, he's somewhere from Africa. Notice they don't have electricity out there, and now he can provide it. And so I think that's important because he's seen that no one, like for him, it was like no influence. Like he had no role model to look up to, and him doing that was like I'm gonna. I want to be. You know, I want to do something that I look. I looked for when I was older. No, that, like, completely makes sense. I get that, too. Because, um... What kind of, uh... Actually comes up in my mind right now is... A lot of the time, people... People don't think that they are role models for other people. Right. Like... I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. But... Ever since I've been in, like, I think it was once I got into high school. Something in my head, like, told me, like, someone's watching me. Yeah. And at first, I was kind of, like, thinking it was spiritual. Which, I mean, obviously, like, because I believe in God and all that, it, someone is watching me, I feel like. But at the same time, <laughs> it made me, like... It made me act different. It made me, when an opportunity or an event or whatever have you, like, presented itself, mm -hmm. I always thought in my head, like, if someone was watching me yeah, and I did this, what would they think about me? So, like, role model-wise, I feel like Some people don't, obviously, aren't going to think about, like, so-and-so is watching me and emulating me. Yeah. So I'm going to act this way. So do you think... So do you think knowing... I guess this is guess this answer to this question. Do you think knowing your role model is better? Or should people not think their role model and just aspire to do better like do you think you should think about being a role model or do you think you should do you think you should just try to live a better life and not think about being a role model so yeah okay that's a that's a good question because that's that's come into play so many times with famous people right like, like with myself i feel like because i have thought that someone is emulating me or using me as an example that I've changed certain things about myself which might I mean a bunch of people can consider that not being real mm -hmm. but if you go deeper into that it's like what is real and what is not like if if I'm doing me and it's wrong and I want to change that for the better 
does that mean I'm fake? No. See? Like, okay. So, to answer your question, yes, I do think I have changed myself because I think people have been watching me or emulating me. Yeah. But I honestly think, like, if you were to think, like, um, constructive criticism. Yeah. It's like that, but in the immediate. Like, it's not, yeah. it's not you doing something, someone saying, hey, if you do it this way, it's going to turn out bad. Instead, it's me thinking, if, okay, if I were to do this, someone saw me, they might think it's bad, so I do it a different way. It's like a quicker, I, I don't know, I feel like it's quicker constructive criticism. Like, I'm literally constructive criticizing myself. Yourself, like, it's helping you think like on your toes. Like, instead of just acting reckless, you're like, <laughs> hold on, if someone was watching me act like this, I would think twice. You know, like, yeah, that makes sense. Because that's kind of how I am. Like, I mean, I always kind of been observant about what I did because I, I'm the oldest of my like immediate, like my Brothers, I've always kind of been observant about what I did, but it's like even when I start to like think about so, I'm just like, yo, like I seen the people before me act reckless and not and and not care about nothing anyone cared like you know thought about. So like for me to like go ahead and not like not even for a second think about what my actions affecting because it's always a cause and effect no matter what like you know. And so it's like, I have to think that my actions going to affect somebody somehow. But I try not to think too much of how it's going to affect them. Just like, how could it affect them immediately? Like, you know, kind of like, yep. if if I did this, what's, you know, what's the what's going to be the effect? And I mean, I can't make the perfect decision, but it's like a thought out decision. It's kind of like the barrier of our own mind, though, because yeah. in the spare of the moment, it's always the spare decision. It's yeah, the first thing like that pops the, to your head that, like... I mean, like, shoot, when we were at the club on St. Patty's Day, like, in the spare of the moment, that's when we define ourselves. Yeah. Because if you're going to act upon a angry approach to something... Mm-hmm. That means that you might not be angry at that exact moment. Something in your life might trigger that. Like, yeah, it was a previous. Someone tried to take something away from you, and in your mind, you wanted to throw everything you had at it to protect it, like to try yeah. to get it back. Which makes a lot of sense if you... Yeah. I, mean, I know you understand. We're going to be all right. We're going to be good. <laughs> Which, okay, so to go back to the role model thing about that is like... Don't pretend to be someone else just because you think someone's looking at you. Yeah. Because... Looking at myself and how I did that... It literally confused me on who I was because I would look at them and to like look at them now 
from when I started to emulate them and like yeah cause I mean shit if you asked me like four years ago who I saw as my role model or who I emulated I would have been like nobody I'm doing my own thing Right, which is not, is, bro, to be honest, that's not, that's not a, how do I say this? It's not some, like, that's a common thing. There you go. That's a common thing. Most people, honestly, I mean, unless you got, you know, someone super, like, aspiring as your, as your, like, dad or something, most people don't really have someone that they consider. Most people are actually just trying to be themselves. Even, even like, just think about Will Smith. You would think Jaden Smith wants to be exactly like, like his dad. But he wants to be, like, something totally different. He wants to be... He some, wants to be his own self. But, but that... Okay, you know? that can... Okay, I'm so happy you brought the subject up. That's a freaking good-ass, like, off... Like, it's not even off-topic. It's not even, like... So, Will Smith... Created this thing for himself that literally made him one of the best actors. I mean, okay, shit. I'm going to say I believe he's one of the best actors because he can play any role. A comedian, a serious person, like, and a murderer. Like, he's played every role. Yeah. But it's still him. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you can look and watch every movie he's ever played in. And you still feel Will Smith in him. He's real. Yeah. Which you would think that his son would notice and look into and be like, wow, like my dad was real. He's he's still himself even though he's played all these parts. But the thing with, okay. No title dropping or anything in this, but... Greatness will always follow with either demise or greatness. Yeah. They're either, either going to destroy themselves yeah. or be even better. And what I feel like with Jaden Smith is he saw his dad be, I'm going to say great, but like Will Smith is like, I don't know who... No one else could have done Men in Black like that. But <laughs> right. Will Smith did that. And Jaden Smith, he's not, he's not aiming for Hollywood. No. Like in the aspect of films. He's going for like... He's going for creativity in like music and hip hop. Which to me is like inspiring in a different direction. Because... Will Smith took it like uh, like this way and Jaden Smith is like branching off. Yeah. Which is exactly how he should do. And probably and probably how Will Smith imagined like Will Smith probably was like be whatever you want. And that's the thing that parents don't do anymore. Yeah. Parents have this idea of what success is and they try to I I don't want to say force cuz that sounds a little yeah. bit too manipulative but they do. They kind of. They, well, okay. They kind of. What is it? They, 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 they like pro like. They try to plant an idea. Yeah, like in their yeah, head. like yeah, like 
They try to like plant or program, like you know, you to like this is the way. Instead of saying this will bring you success. Yeah, instead of saying to me with a, a parent or like a person that that mentors you to do is say the way you choose, you just have to go at it a hundred percent, and just decide that that's what you choose. Like, like, okay, no kidding. Like, if you back it up and take it back to like. Will Smith was doing so many movies and he was in so much stuff. I mean, I guarantee you he I don't want to I don't want to like put words in mouth cuz I don't know him personally. But I guarantee you he he regrets not spending certain amount of time with his kids cuz yeah. anyone who's busy has to, like they do. Mhm. <clears throat> But obviously the time that he spent with his kids. I mean, with especially with uh, his son, Jaden. Obviously it pushed him in the right direction. It pushed him towards creativity. Yeah. Which if... <clears throat> I feel like the kind of parent that I want to be is if, if my kid... Shit, if my kid is freaking born and for some reason... I'm going to buy him musical instruments and cars and shit because that's what I enjoy. Like, that's all I know. Yeah. And for some reason, instead of looking at cars and trying to slam on the drums or play the guitar, piano, or whatever, for some reason he's drawn to, I don't know, like, he, he wants to paint. I don't know. Something... Like he's into science or something. Something different. Math. Yeah. For some reason, the kid can... A freaking two years old, he takes two rocks, put them together, and puts four in front of him. Like, I'm gonna be like, God damn, this kid's fucking <laughs> Einstein incarnated or something. I don't know. You can't discourage encouragement. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, if a kid sees something and enjoys it and pushes toward it, and starts asking you questions about it, and you put it down, like with, okay, nothing against my dad because I love him, but what he learned from sports, because, I mean, I'm Romanian, he's Romanian, he grew up in Romania, and soccer was, like, if you didn't know how to play soccer, you weren't nobody, you weren't going to make it in school, you were going to get your ass kicked. Yeah. He was great at soccer. Yeah. But his anger issues, like, didn't help. Like, yeah. I remember a story he told me that (laughs) they lost one of their games and one of the players from the other team just started talking smack. And my dad picked up a rock closest to him and smacked the kid in the head. Like, (laughs) okay, like, that's a negative, that's a negative thing towards it. Yeah. And then his dad told him that sports wasn't going to take him anywhere. Like, obviously, what my dad's going to tell me is sports sports isn't isn't going to take take me anywhere. anywhere. So he planted like a negative, like a, he planted like a a bad seed in your head. Like, because I think what a lot of people don't think is like, probably like sometimes what you would think is like, you know what, this is just not, you know, this is just, this just doesn't mean anything. Like, you know, at the end of the day. It might not have been what you initially... Gonna, nothing's going to come, come from, from it. From it, yeah. You know, so, like, when you would get really frustrated, you'd be like, you know what? 
this, you know. My dad said it won't work, so. But that's the thing is that leads to everything. Yeah. <clears throat> like, because my dad told me sports wouldn't work, even though, like, I'm pretty sure, what is it? It's 2018. I still hold a record from 2013 mm-hmm. in my high school for the highest pole vault. And I only did it for two years. Like, if I kept doing that shit, who knows? I could have been an Olympian for pole vaulting. Yeah. True. But the mindset. It's the mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, we're talking about role models. And we think that it's the impression of someone. Yeah. But it's the impression of the idea of someone. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get that? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know what I'm trying to go off of? Like, because if we were entirely to uh, emulate someone or use them as a 100% role model, uh-huh. it'd be a copycat. Right. We wouldn't be original. We'd end up in the same place. Mm-hmm. The thing is, role models should not be... This person is like, my role model. Yeah. I emulate them, worship them, blah, blah, blah. I have to live everything like them. You're supposed to see one person. See, okay, role models is more like, okay, what I feel like. I see someone's happiness mm-hmm. because they're doing something that I appreciate too. Yeah. They're my role model. Because so, they're able to do something that I want to do. Yeah. But they can do it freely. So you saying so? What so how so? What you basically saying is exactly what I agree with. Is it shouldn't be a role model versus no role model. What people should do is break it down to: is this is this person like I said? Is this person doing something in the aspect of aspiration that I I'm aiming for? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I have one or not. Is is someone doing something inspir like you know, inspirational in the same aspect that I want? And if someone's not, can I talk to someone to help me get the motivation to do it, or can I talk or you know? That I, can go back to the whole like uh, the reality role model and yeah. the. Uh, yeah. Untangible. Yeah. But I'm saying what you're basically saying, though, is people shouldn't look for a role model or be mad that they don't have one if they don't. Is They should just find what they personally aspire for and find avenues that can help them reach that. Reach that. And it doesn't. And if no one it doesn't, do you just find people who are achieving higher and you can get to, you know, you see that. If I just do what I want to do, I can get there. Cause that's what I that's what I personally believe. Cause I don't have a, I don't I I consider myself a person that doesn't have a set thing. Like I didn't grow up and be like, oh, I want to be a policeman. Oh, I want to be the president of the world. I was just like, Bro. because I didn't have role models. I was just like, you know, I hope I can grow up and take care of my mom and my family. And there's no like certain thing to do that. No, there's I mean, there's a lot of things that can do that. So my thing is like. What can I look at that can help me do what I like to do and do what I want to like achieve in my lifetime? Because I think that's the main thing. And there's no certain person that can do that. There's many things like I love Kobe, but I like 
my thing is I didn't grow up in a in a situation to where I had a basketball on my hand at two years old. So, like, even though I love Kobe Bryant, he's my favorite person, personally, I didn't grow up in that situation. And I don't need to kill myself because I didn't. I just need to find what I can do because there's something in the world for me to do. And I think people just need to find their purpose and they'll find the influence that helps them get there. I feel like people need to build their role model. Because, see, yeah. the whole thing is like, like how you said, you, you weren't, you didn't have a basketball at two years old. No. I mean, shit, nobody had a basketball at two years old. Except Kobe. Except Kobe. <laughs> see, that's the thing that distinguishes the people who become something. Yeah. Yo, so that is it for this episode. Again, live update. Live episode from Chiang Mai, Thailand. Your boy is excited. I'm about to head to the Tiger Kingdom. Um, Before I head out, salute to everybody. And thank you for everybody who stayed tuned in the whole episode. um, And got something out of it if you did. Um, And again, man, I want want to hear y'all feedback. Let me know how you feel on the subject matter. And also, I'd love to know, you know, where some of y'all want to travel or, you know, if y'all have traveled to Southeast Asia, I want to know, um, you know, let me know some of y'all experiences because so far it's been dope and I'm excited for what else is, you know, what else I got in store. Um, I'm going to put out another um, episode next week and it's going to be like, you know, um, just kind of a cap of everything that I've done and everything that's going on. And uh, just give y'all some tips for people that, you know, plan on coming in here or ever thought about it. Give you some tips on, you know, some of the things to do and, you know, how to get around this stuff out here from, you know, from my experience. So stay tuned in for that. And while I'm here, if you want to, like, kind of follow my, uh, you know, the things that I'm doing, if you don't already, follow me on Instagram at I am Glenn Johnson. Or in Snapchat at good old Glenn, um, Glenn with three E's. Um, but nonetheless, I'm gonna send y'all with a vibe as I head out. And don't forget, as you head into the weekend, excellence is a choice. We all can we all can be it if we decide to. So y'all be great and keep doing your thing. And don't forget to tell the people that you love that you love them. (laughs) All right, y'all. Be great.